Welcome back, Force users of all ages, to Inside the Tauntaun, a Star Wars podcast where we get to the guts of what makes Star Wars special to us. I'm Daniel Dawson, and I'm joined by Alyssa Simmons. Hi. And Dino Nicandros. Hello. Today we continue our weekly Mandalorian season recap and review. Join us for Chapter 12, The Siege, directed by Carl Weathers. And by God, we're Star Wars. Oh, I thought they episode, I dare say. I was shocked by electricity. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Carl Weathers. Yeah, on Carl yeah. Weathers. Such a great directing debut in Star Wars. And uh, I thought he did an amazing job. Yeah. I did Honestly, too. I like thought his... it was super. Was that literally super... the first thing he's ever done? Or just the first time he's directed for he's the show? He's directed... He's directed other things, but okay, okay. Because um, I was gonna this say is first, like, this is his Star Wars directorial. Got debut. it. Because like that's a huge undertaking. Be like, yeah, and it was a big episode. Yeah, she was big. That, she was that was loaded. That was like throwing Bryce Dallas Howard into mm-hmm. the deep end. Yeah, sort of. Absolutely. Yeah, so much lots action. of moving parts, lots of elements, so much action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And major, major implications. Yeah. Like our, our first glimpse at where things are actually going. Mm-hmm. I know. And we got our very first uh, our very first Star Wars creature wearing blue jeans. Very, very exciting. <laughs> Apparently it's I know. Last week we had knit sweater. Now we have <laughs> now jeans. Now we have jeans. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> there was a, uh, a, a, a apparently a stagehand a who stage made hand it into visible. the episode. <laughs> Um, um, my most favorite thing is that uh, this thing about the internet, which is obviously that everything is so instantaneous, but mm-hmm. um, someone has already edited the t-shirt guy into an all new Mandalorian action <laughs> figure. It's spectacular. <laughs> oh my so God, I love it so that's much. Great. That's so great. Also, he's already been added to Wikipedia. Um, wow. They have named him. Admiral Jeff Blue Jeans. Oh. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> he was he was taking his break in the break room. He didn't have time to put his uniform on. Bless. And then my most favorite and even even Chassie laughed at this was someone made a poster, circled him, and renamed it. Oh, you can't see this at all, but Star no. Wars, the Stage Handalorian. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Oh man! Oh, God oh. bless him. What other God fun thing him. too that happened? Um, apparently in the in the fight scene, you could see uh, a crash pad that they landed on. Oh really? Like, I haven't seen. Uh-huh. Or I like haven't a seen gym that. pad. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a lot of stuff going on. So a lot of stuff, but it was very very fast. These are these, this this is like the for the people that are like going frame by frame. I'm like, yeah, you had down. to be and really you have to looking. like adjust all of the. Lighting and stuff like I didn't catch yeah. it. I didn't no, catch I, the stage. I, I, I definitely didn't, didn't catch it. I just no. like was there was you know, so much surfing happening. the interwebs yeah. about all the things. Because what did I tell you about going on that damn internet? <laughs> I know it's bad for your brain. It ruins all the magic of the Star War. Yeah, That's right, the Star War, just the one. Um, what in the world did we just watch? Shall we go through it? Yes. Why don't we start from? Say the beginning. Yeah. Mm. 
I thought we were going to work backwards today, no? Oh, that's fun. Just because, you know, that's that's what you do. That would be so complicated. What if I just yeah, like it would. What if we did it like mosaic style and I just picked scenes and told it in that order? And... Oh my god. All right. There, um, it'd be kind of like, I don't know, did you ever in college we did I was like, going to say it sounds like college. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, there was a book that we read called like it was like backwards forwards or I can't remember the whole uh, bit. You like, didn't read anything you're absolutely you right i literally didn't read it and i literally copied off my friend no <laughs> no but um it was like uh but he was smart it's like the way you direct is like or like an uh some a way that you could direct is by reading the script backwards or like mm. you know so that you kind of like understand where the story ends and then work your way backwards because it like i don't know because you can fit in like uh foreshadowing and all that I don't mm-hmm. know or you understand the foreshadowing better I don't know anyway it's interesting so let's start Quite. at the beginning sorry I uh, talked yeah about you opened that. up a can of worms yeah I'm sorry, worms. sorry worms everywhere spilling <laughs> just <laughs> oh god I should not have had coffee <laughs> um so this this uh this thing starts out mm-hmm take it away Daniel what, me? I'm not going to take it away. Oh. I don't know what happened. What happened? No, it's best she doesn't take it away. All right, no, then take no. it away, Dino. <laughs> Dino's better at this. So our partially repaired ship mm-hmm. has left Trask, and they're on their way to Navarro. Mm-hmm. There's a little stopping or jumping Peter off Navarro. point. Um, I literally always think about um, that musical. Um, Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder is what you. Daniel is referring to, thank but we're not much. going to go on that tangent oh, come right on. now. <laughs> it's a musical podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, not, not remotely. Okay, then I'm leaving. <laughs> I misunderstood Misinformed. the assignment. So we are returning to Navarro. Um, not Peter Navarro. Not Peter Navarro. We land, and who do we see but new magistrate of Navarro, Grief Karga, Yes. And the marshal, yes, the marshal, the marshal of Navarro, Caradune. She's an up and comer. She is an up and comer. She's got a crazy Twitter feed, but she is a badass. That she is. Uh, so this is the first time we've seen our friends since mm-hmm. season one. They uh, Mando leaves the ship in the capable hands of a couple repairmen who will undergo repairs. On the vessel, mm-hmm. one of them gives like a very ominous, you know, ominous look mm-hmm. back at them, and you're like, okay, that's probably going to come back, right? <laughs> this guy doesn't have good intentions. Mm-hmm. 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 Either that, or he's like, did I leave the gas on? <laughs> yeah, one of the two. <laughs> or just like from the top of the scene till now, it's been like a constant stream of fart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I directed the show, absolutely. <laughs> Daniel directed it. That's what it would be. Yeah, he would have looked back. And he would be like, like, have you all been smelling? Nobody heard that, right? Do you know? Um, <laughs> so, yes, they uh, he leaves the ship, uh, and they say, you know, come with us. And Navarro is looking looking real cute, looking real yeah. good. I looking, know, it's all, it's all it's freshly looking painted. looking like Batu, honestly. It, it they is bustling. They added some plants. And- and like there's oh I don't know if you guys saw this too but like for a flash you could see in the background they made like a really cute like statue um that they erected to like honor the um uh oh god the robot that you know took his life um oh, oh IG-11? IG-11 yes oh uh-huh. I didn't see I that I didn't see yeah. that cute <laughs> very Aww. very cute that is cute I like that yeah yeah, things are looking up after they 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 pushed back Moff Gideon's gang. Um, I don't remember the order in, in which this happened. Does Grief mention that he needs his help? He goes on a they, mission, or does yeah? He's like, Mando let's talk. Um, let's talk they business. The they're yeah, they're gonna drop the child off at the school. <laughs> and <take care. laughs> but does, and and then they're like, and he's and Mando is just like, uh, at the child where you know. The child stays with me always, and they're and both like, no, no, no. both um, grief here. and Kara are like, he's he's safe here, like Trust everything's me. fine, and then they go to talk business in 
But yeah, can we talk about the school, though, really quick? Yes, we need to talk about the school. A, a class conducted by a protocol droid. Yes. Love it. Very cute. And also, I mean, like, just, just you know, in general, I mean, we're not going to talk about all the things yet because I think we'll, we'll, we should talk about them in order. But this, for me, I think was probably the most cute episode for Baby Yoda oh, so far. hands yeah. down. We skipped over we skipped oh, over God. the small yes. scene at the beginning where Mando yeah. is trying to instruct him on how to Oh, that's right. put a wire ah. the, and he's just oh like holding gosh. both the red and the blue wires and he's like, "No, now put the red wire where oh. the blue wire was." <laughs> and he's like in his teeny little crawl space and he's like <laughs> I mean, it's so interesting cuz like they're 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 teasing us because they're kind of like Showing that he is getting smarter, but also right. he's like apparently not that smart, you know. But <laughs> no. well, he's um, a baby. But he's still, still yeah, a he's baby. still a fucking baby. But like, but like you know, knew enough to go down that little hallway and pick up the wires. You know, I I don't know. So they're 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 teasing. They're teasing. Yes. Oh, uh, and the very first cute moment was the two of them enjoying. A beverage, like as they were about to oh land, my God. that was so yes, cute. Yes, thank you for bringing that up too, because I noticed in my second watching of it that, like, you know, the fact that he is—he's lifting his his—he's lifting the curtain yeah. just a little bit mm-hmm. in front of the child, mm-hmm. which yeah. is a first time, and that's that's like it. I think that it like the the stuff that Bo said is maybe starting to get to him. Maybe the wheels are turning, and he's just like, okay, maybe I'll open it just a little bit. I don't know. Or either that or he's just like, I'm getting comfortable with, with the, the child. child. And right. like, so this bond is becoming, you know. Well, I, I mean, the fact they, they introduced the the dichotomy of, of Bo's gang and, and their stance on helmets mm-hmm. means they're quickly coming up with an excuse for him to Take remove it off. his helmet. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. Sooner than later, I'm sure. So this might be just a little hint that he's right. starting to get more comfortable. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sorry. So now we're in the we're in the so we're, we're in the schoolhouse in the school. and uh, th- there's a there's a good bit of world building that kind of yeah. takes place around that scene and uh, grief kind of talks about how Navarro's doing how it could function as a, a trade outpost how it could uh, just kind of its its place in the in the order of things and that they'd rather the new republic not get involved. They kind of like being. Yeah, he make, he makes a comment. He's like the the empire couldn't figure out how to control things, so I don't really see how the new republic is going to be any different. I don't. Yeah, right, it, right. And it's just sort of like an offhandish comment, but mm-hmm. gives you a lot of gives you a lot of information on where probably a lot of people in the galaxy are, you know, thinking and feeling. Right. So, but it's interesting because like just and, and again. Kudos to Dave Filoni and also Jen for, John Favreau for like it. It really does feel like more and more and more like each episode, like just little little things that are just so helpful in our understanding of like the rise of Skywalker and how we ended mm. there. You know what I mean? Because they are seemingly going through and just tweaking and fixing little things, like little potholes that just like oh okay now I now I can kind of believe it a little better, like um. Yeah, just like for instance, how the first order could potentially, uh, like just remake itself, where like this new republic is just apparently, you know, turning a blind eye to it. They're like, oh no, 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 it's. Like- and they've been filling that that plot in via the books mostly up until yeah. the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're basically uh, on the galactic stage. There's this Cold War going on. Right, where the Empire and the New Republic signed a galactic concordance, it's called, and mm. it restricted the Empire to predefined boundaries, and uh, they had to kind of demilitarize. It's very post World War One Germany, mm. totally. sort of scenario. Yeah, makes mm-hmm. sense. If we're sticking with the Nazi yeah. theme, yep. then the Empire is currently post World War One Germany, and Moff Gideon's group. Are the Nazis? And they're mm-hmm. like, no, we're not going to demilitarize the the New Republic, ruined the galaxy, they've destabilized everything, and it is our job to restore order. 
And so, yeah, as you said, you can kind of see where the First Order is starting to, the idea of it is starting to kind of come into being. Yeah, and the core worlds are kind of ignoring it. Yeah, they're like, all's all's well. Oh, that's pish posh, you know. Yeah. We're just going to go and sip our tea. But, like, also, I I didn't notice this myself, but I, I, um, uh, in the interwebs, I, um, and then I went back and watched it, and I was like, oh, shit. Because, like, if you watch it with the... That's why, really, if you're a Star, if you're a Star Wars nerd, watch The Mandalorian with the subtitles. Yes, because... it's so... Watch it once without and then once with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, my Because, yeah, in that scene alone, again, Dave Filoni just, like, going in there and being like, let me fix this there to fix this there. Um, the Protocol Droid is doing a lesson um, basically about Kessel and the planets, like, you know, and the moon mm-hmm. surrounding it. And um, <laughs> there's there was kind of, like, a plot hole as to why in, like, I think it was Clone Wars or Rebels um, that Kessel doesn't have the electrical storm, like, surrounding it. And then all of a sudden in Solo there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the Solo Star Wars story. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically, in that classroom, explained why that is the case. Because... Um, you know, in like Star Wars physics, um, the Kessel, the planet Kessel actually orbits around one of the moons. And mm. so in that Kessel isn't always in the same place. So sometimes it's in the electrical storm and sometimes it's not. <laughs> but again, like, you know, yeah, just, just fun like, little details like that, that little details that just like help fix Perfect. little things. And it's like it's such a short thing and not even like and that was not even in the forefront for the of the scene. Yeah, yeah. It's just no. because because the general no. public literally does not give a crap it's about that, but us like nerdy but... nerds are like, thank you, thank you. Right. Anyway. No, it's great, and and you get some very cute moments from Yee! Baby y- using his force powers, not for good. <laughs> no, but for, but for stealing a boy's <laughs> macaroons. Stealing some blue macaroons or macarons, mm. macarons, macarons, macaroons or coconut. That's correct. I've been well, we watching a lot of was. British Bake Off, okay? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, that's so scrummy. Yes. Um, yeah, that your, whole interaction your, your was textures so... textures are wonderful. Just delicious, <laughs> delicious but the sponge. the color is absolutely um, gorgeous. Yeah, it was so adorable, him, like, holding out his hand to the little, oh the little kid and just being like, Can I have some? I'm so if, cute. Like, yeah, this this was a very memeable episode for sure. Oh, mm. yes. Yeah. There's All memes. Of GIFs. All memes. A lot of GIFs. So they go, yes, they go to um, chat, um, and Kara is like, come on, let's talk. Like, we got to talk business. We got to get th- we gotta get going. Mm-hmm. So Grief explains <laughs> that while they were able to fend off the Empire at the end of season one and kind of restore order to... Navarro, there's still an outstanding imperial base. And wow, it's outstanding. <laughs> I set you up. You did. You did that. I'm just not going to use words anymore. Just just start using your eyeballs. Just blink really hard. That would be uh, an interesting podcast to listen to for people. That's right. Well, I, I, I know two or three actors who would just love that. Oh, yeah. A nonverbal podcast. Uh-huh. It seems right up their alley. Uh-huh. Uh. (laughs) anyway so there's an imperial base that had been semi-deserted for a while but it's got a skeleton crew so he says and there's tons of tons of heavy weaponry and they want it yeah they want it they want it gone and they say something they say something really like cool and powerful too and that and it's like there's just this one piece of them left, and Ooh, yeah, with that gone, we could truly have a free Navarro. Yeah, is what they mm-hmm. say, and that and that like really, that really Resonated. struck me because I think that like a lot of times in in just like you know life in general, you think like oh if that one evil thing or that one evil place, yep, is gone, we can have you know freedom. But yeah, it right. becomes a little more complicated than. Yeah. Well, and it just illustrates that the war didn't end on Endor. No. Yeah. And that even after signing up a peace treaty of sorts, they're still going at it. And mm-hmm. yeah. 
uh, ramifications of a, of a civil war like that are far reaching. Mm-hmm. And totally. So he asks Mando to tag along, and then we see our friend from the first episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Horatio Sands' yes, character. I, can't, I don't know the character name, but it's Horatio Sands, and he's hilarious. He's so funny. He lets out his. He gets. Oh, what what is his name? It, oh, he plays the the Mithril. I forgot Mithril. he doesn't. He doesn't have an. Oh, he doesn't they don't have even a give name. A name. That's why we're no. confused. Gosh darn it. Um. Yeah, and he lets out his little like he's a fucking like squid or something, and he got nervous and let out his little blue evaporations or whatever the hell. It's very funny. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah an, an interesting encounter considering the last time he was around Mando, he ended up in a block of carbonite, mm-hmm. and now he's working off his uh, his debts to and grief. And also, kind of call back to for three hundred years, Return of the Jedi. Um, like with uh, Han Solo coming out of carbonite and being blind, or at least partially blind, and he's yeah. just like, yeah, he's like, I haven't gotten my hindsight back from my left eye or whatever. It was yeah, really yeah, funny. it's great. Little things. Um, so the four of them get in Mithril's speeder, and uh, it's going to be a four-person siege of a an Imperial installation. Mm. Makes sense. That's that's that that is something that Star Wars has never done before. <laughs> Not with four people, um, okay? Only with three. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So they arrive at this installation, which is kind of built to the side of a canyon. Yeah, really cool looking. Very yep. cool. In inside um, this sort of volcanic mountain, we don't know right. if it's like truly a volcano, but it's it's a lava mountain. It's got magma. Right, and and as they are sitting outside prepping their game plan, the game plan being to overload one of the power generators, uh, essentially detonate the whole installation. Yeah, they're gonna they're 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 um, something about the cool coolant, right? So like the magma would just right yeah, overflow, overflow yeah. and right. blow up the place. Pretty straightforward. Pretty straightforward Star Wars Should plan. Be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're just playing cleanup crew. That's right. So we break in. Uh, some shooting occurs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's not really. There's far more than a skeleton crew. Yep. Yeah. There, Mando as one like, could have predicted. Um, yeah, like, this, this is, is not deserted. We all uh, folks knew that there yes. wasn't going to be that like, easy. Of course. Well, that'd be pretty boring if it wasn't. If it was right. fully deserted. <laughs> Siege of an empty building. Mm-hmm. We did it. We, we just come did in there, it. Instead of guns, they bring brooms and mops. <laughs> That's right. This place is a mess. We like to we clean the, before we, we blow up. Impressed. <laughs> so uh, the shooting happens. Uh, a lot of running down hallways, shooting mm-hmm. stormtroopers. Yep. Made me yep. giddy because that's. It's fun. Yeah, that Star was Wars like fun. yeah. Fifty percent of a new hope was just that. Exactly, and it was terrific. It felt yeah, it also. Great. I'm not sure which planet. And that's where we got our. Uh, isn't that where we got our 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 new canon, um, jeans boy? <laughs> yes, in one of the hallways. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was gonna say about the sort of exterior of like the base being built into the mountain. It reminded mm-hmm. me of that one planet on uh, Fallen Order. You guys know oh, what I'm totally. talking about? Yep. Uh-huh. Where you have to like, where you had to um, climb oh, up the oh, sides uh, of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember which planet that's on, but yeah, it felt either. very, felt very much like that. It looked super cool. So it was kind of mm-hmm. cool to see them existing in, in a place like that. Totally. Totally. Yeah, Maybe that was really cool. Inspired by. And, and and again, what they're able to do with the environments, uh, this is all volume technology, mm-hmm. which is just crazy. It's it's we've said it. I feel like every episode, but it's being rendered in real time. Yeah. video game engine. I don't which is just understand. Yeah, I, I just want. I mean, I've said it before on the podcast, but I'll say it again. Put it out there in VR so I can see it in the virtual world, please. <laughs> so do it. Mm-hmm. All right. And yeah, uh, anyhow, so they find themselves in, uh, after, you know, 
pew pewing lots of lots of troopers. Pew, pew. Um, they find themselves in this room, and it becomes kind clear of... to them that this is not a base. This is a lab. Well, before well, before they get there, they <laughs> they get a big clue that it's a pretty important because those like <laughs> the troopers are like, oh, don't let them see, shoot this. <laughs> yeah, well, right, well, before it, that, they, yeah, they get to they get to the the power generator. They oh, that's they right. Shut off the Shoot, coolant. Sorry, I I skipped ahead. Right. No, no, you're good. Uh, they shut off the coolant, basically setting off a, a time bomb. They have about ten minutes. Also, like you know, uh, reminding us that like you know, Star Wars is all fun and a little tongue in cheek sometimes because they remind us like how silly it is that there are no guardrails on. Oh this. yes, yeah. It, it was hearkening back to the the Death Star yes sequence in exactly. A New Hope when Obi Wan is deactivating when he's deactivating the tractor beam. There's no guardrails on any of these really important, so dangerous little computer modules. It's like, and <laughs> just endless caverns yeah. below it. It's like, I wonder, how, I wonder what their, like their, their safety record is on these, yeah. these installations. Like it's no been two days since, since we lost yesterday. someone to the abyss. It's just mm-hmm. always like halfway through the day, every single day, they just have to do the zero back at the beginning. God, I mean, yeah. To be it to be an HR oh, on an God. Imperial Star Destroyer yeah. on the Death Star, just getting choked. I mean, the amount of complaints and, yeah. just. That's great, actually. That would be a great sketch. It would be great. It or yeah, like a... yeah, yeah. Stormtroopers wanting to unionize. Uh, right. That seems like a. Ra- <laughs> that's definitely a robot chicken. And Absolutely. We, we to, yeah. We need to call Seth Green and let him know. Yeah, I wonder. What, yeah, I can't imagine unionizing would would be. <laughs> Would be allowed. <laughs> There's definitely something no. there for sure. Anyway, so as Alyssa said, they they do arrive in in kind of this lab setting, and and Daniel mentioned that the two officers behind this computer console start trying to destroy whatever information is being held there. Yes, unsuccessfully, uh, and they their eyes kind of wander to these tanks mm-hmm. with really murky liquid and you see some kind of Experiments. nondescript beings yeah, in there. It was really hard to make out any sort of... But, I mean, zoom and enhance, like, we will definitely try to tell you what we saw. At least I will tell you what I think I saw. At least in one of them. The ones that the, the, there was one in particular mm-hmm. that they like gave a lot of screen time and like sort of slowly zoomed in. And you heard in the background the very like low music that like seemingly is very much based by the John Williams uh, version of the Snoke music. Mm. Um, and that bitch looked a lot like Snoke, like the same like little crack in his head. And I mean, a little more deformed because, I mean, if we're if we're going by the last, sorry, not the last Jedi, but the um, Rise of Skywalker um, standards, like we found out that Snoke is a clone, um, or at least, you know, a clone that was potentially going to be a vessel for um, for Palpatine that just you know didn't pan out, I guess, and. Uh, I think that this is again Baloney trying to help fix, you know, little plot holes in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I, 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 I personally don't think it is Snoke. But yeah. I think, oh no, I don't think it is Snoke. I, I think, think what they're like, hinting at is, is, well, let, let's 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 set it up. Yeah. So, yeah. so they, we yeah. we uh, pew pew the pew pew. the two the two uh, guards that are by the computers. Mm-hmm. And um, they tell uh, Horatio Sands to to get into the computer and figure out what they're looking at. Right. And he stumbles upon a hologram report from Doctor Pershing yes, from, you know, from season, season one, the cloner doctor. And he explains that their experiments haven't been fully successful. Yes, that uh, the beings aren't surviving the tests Mm -hmm. and that they need more genetic material from one baby Yoda. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh, And this is when they drop a big old bomb. If you're listening very carefully or you have the subtitles on. Yes. 
uh, he mentions M the count. M count. Yes. yes. Meaning what? midichlorians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd love that they say M count, though, because, like, we don't want to trigger people too hard, you know? Right. Because <laughs> people have a very, very strong opinions about right. midichlorians. And, and, and if you are... If you are somewhat new to Star Wars and you don't know what the hell a midichlorian is, it is referenced in the the prequels as kind of a uh, uh, an organism that lives in the blood of people who are capable of force sensitive being in being in tune with the force. Yeah, and uh, like like living beings that like live inside of us and tell us what to do. Some people love that. Some people hate it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would say probably most. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And Anakin Skywalker is known to have the highest midichlorian count of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so he notes that shots. he notes the M count, and that if uh, that he extracted as much blood as possible from, from the, the child, child without, without killing, killing it. it. Mm-hmm. But yes. if they want to continue the experiments, they're going to need access to said child again and then he ends it by saying I won't fail you again Moff Gideon yes. to which Mando says this must this be a really be old. old hologram yeah. because Moff Gideon, Moff Gideon, is, Gideon dead. is dead and then uh, Mithral tells him well no this this is three days old Whoops. so Mando now comes to the realization that Gideon is alive and well and he's, he's conducting some, some weird ass experiments also, we, it, I mean, like, in this, we've um, confirmed one thing, or at least unconfirmed something, because um, I know that we had sort of talked about potentially Baby Yoda, like, being a clone itself, which now it's sounding very much like he's definitely not. Like, he's just being used in the experiment. Right. For no, yeah. no, he's not cloning. a clone. Um, yeah. Right. Oh, and I want to say that... <clears throat> The um, actor who plays uh, the uh, Pershing scientist is named Omid Abtahi. Omid, yeah. Oh, I love yes. that. Yeah, I just want to keep saying actors' names. And uh, he, had, he had a great tweet when the episode debuted. He said, when I was 10 years old, I dream- dreamed of being a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's dope. But um, uh, he, he, he seemingly will factor in heavily. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, oh, going forward something the um the those guards that were like at the computer mm-hmm. like pewing the computer before they died um people were zooming and enhancing their their uniform and they did have an emblem on their arm that looks like the cloners the cloning yeah but slightly different mm. so it's been like Change so maybe this is like now like the new and improved imperial version, <laughs> right. but we're not really sure. Who's to say? So now they they are burdened with this knowledge that some pretty weird stuff is going down. Weird stuff. They need to get out because of course the building's going to explode. So pew 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 pew. They get to the hangar, and Kara spots a troop carrier. Mm-hmm. And decides that is their way out. And what's great about this This troop carrier, and we saw it in season one uh, when Gideon rolled up with his troops. But this this troop carrier wasn't originally in the Star Wars movies, but was released as a special Kenner action figure toy set. Awesome. And and this is a a, a blatant and beautiful callback to to a stormtrooper. Kenner carrier, you know, a stormtrooper carrier Kenner set. Love it. That's dope. Which is really great. So she gets in. They try to exit one way. Doors shut. So only she turns it out. around, and the only way out is off the into cliff. the ravine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a hangar intended for Tie Fighters, so it's uh, a long way down. This is a really fun sequence. Oh, it is. Blast. It's really yeah. great. And they all jump in. She takes them full speed over the edge. They scream <laughs> as it plummets to the ground and destroys Mithril's speeder. Whoops. Which was left at the front door. Is that my speeder? <laughs> and and into the canyon they go. The base explodes. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> exactly. 
kill me. <laughs> so into the canyon they go. Yep. The base explodes. They were successful, but they're not out of the woods yet. Because they're getting chased. Yeah, they they had three speeders, uh, speeder troopers. Well, there's like after there's them. like six of them. Oh yeah, and they slowly get. There's like scout bikes. Yeah. And they go over yes. the side, and it looks really, really awesome. Oh, I but, loved that. And but like... stormtroopers can't effing drive, uh, <laughs> so two of them collide in into a rock, and Which that is explodes. Great, because it just really yes. shows like how desperate they are. Yeah, it, and it's very dangerous. Yeah, kind of terrain. Mm-hmm. So the speeders are chasing after them. Grief is on the the cannon on board, cannon. trying cannon to pick them cannon. off, and you get. Uh, Kind of a great Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade sequence. Totally using the canyon walls mm-hmm. to smash into them, yes. and, and of course, it's very she... reminiscent of the tank. And and of course, she woohoos because you have to woohoo, right? Yeah, why the heck you, you not? Have not? You you have not flown a Star Wars vehicle if you haven't woohooed. <laughs> yeah, right, that is correct. It's in their contracts. Um, and it right. was a great uh, and it was a great woohoo on her part. Yeah, it will go down in one. the pantheon of of great woohoos. Yeah, nice job. Um, we should do an episode on, on ranking the best woohoos, yeah. but the best woohoos in Star Wars. Let's do it. And I think I think Lando is number one. Oh, but yeah, I digress. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we he has a be... yeehaw. It's not really a woohoo. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's, it's a yeehaw, enough. but I think it's still in the same. I mean, oh, it's not the... a yeehaw. He screams yeehaw. It's an, it's an exclamation. <laughs> an exclamation. <laughs> yeah. But I digress. Yes. So they're able to uh, get rid of all the troopers on the speeders. And then, yep. like Dino said, we've got... Death from above. We've got some, we've got some ships coming on in. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Some of those foldable TIE fighters. Um, also, I want to give like shout-out to just the people that are working on the show, again, for their... Like, amazing attention to detail like this is something that i didn't notice i can't take credit for this but like i watched after i watched it the second time i saw what they were talking about but like in the tie fighters themselves because they did a lot of um like they were trying to make this it, it felt like they were making this a very personal um like chase because we were in the cockpits a lot you know watching the people mm-hmm. and um but in the cockpits of the tie fighters you could see there was like like ash floating around mm. inside of it because like they had just escaped yep. like an exploding volcano more or less you know so right. like that little detail in there is just so so cool like you know yeah and i i love getting the the perspective inside the tie fighter and, and seeing the pilot and that that's always that's always great felt very real and I, I always get goosebumps whenever i hear the scream of the tie fighters oh same it's just so cool that's maybe the most Star Wars sound next to the lightsaber to me. It's just yeah, that. it's so Arr! unique. I think that they made yeah. that original sound with uh, a sheet of metal. I, I believe that. I have it in my st- one of my one of my um, storyboard books, but and a rubber chicken, talk- right? <laughs> yeah, a rubber chicken just pushing up against the sheet of metal. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but it's pretty cool li- listening, like learning about all of the. Um, sort of like iconic Star Wars noises that we know um, and the brilliant sound effects people right. who created created right. them. It's amazing what you do with a sheet of metal, a rubber chicken, Industrial light mayonnaise. magic. <laughs> yeah, the lightsaber, somebody dropped a mic behind a television. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right, right. So cool. And what a great sound. So anyway, uh, so Grief is trying to shoot these things down while, while Giving Kara them grief. is expertly... <laughs> God, you're going to do this every time. Yep, you're right. It's too bad we don't have the ability uh, wh- to mute one another. Or just zap me. <laughs> that, that is a dark, dark power. <laughs> Slippery slope. <laughs> um, so Kara is piloting while Grief is shooting. He knocks out a few TIE fighters. One locks on, and you have a very tense uh, moment uh, while uh, a speeder bike... Mm-hmm. Uh, has run up alongside a trooper has jumped on top Ooh. and he's got a thermal or uh, he's got a I guess an imploder mm-hmm. thermal imploder and mm-hmm. he's about to drop that down the hatch just in time grief turns around Yeesh. the cannon and at point blank range <laughs> blows this poor man Allie. away poor guy poor guy 
just just absolutely violent. Yeah, there's brutal. not going to be any remains to send to his family. No. Just his helmet. No. Yeah. <laughs> just the helmet. Uh, but then, no, he physically does not exist anymore. Mm-hmm. This um, podcast is in memoriam. <laughs> in, in memoriam for Stormtrooper TK2237. Yeah. In the arms <laughs> of the <laughs> Dearest Albert. <laughs> It's just like a minor, like sad version, like even slower, like a v- slow version of the Imperial March. It's just a right. <laughs> in, in a major key. <laughs> so they're still having trouble. They're still getting shot at uh, with <laughs> from yeah. the TIE fighters, and uh, one locks on mm-hmm. and is about to. to blow them sky high, but Grief is able to shoot it. But then the TIE fighter comes hurtling down, takes out the gun, and Grief gets out of the way just in mm-hmm. time. Uh, they still have three on their tail. They, they no longer have the kind of the relative safety of the canyon. They're now out in the middle of kind of open wasteland, not looking great. Mm-hmm. And then one of the TIE fighters disappears and in flies the razor crest which has been magically fixed very very quickly well and and we didn't uh we 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 brushed right over it but running tangential to this was mando decided to jetpack oh yeah he went back to to get the back to the city to get the kit we'll meet you there so he was not in the vehicle he jetpacked off like go get the kid the child so in, in pops the razor crest with the, the theme fanfare. So fun. It's an, an amazing moment. And in the cockpit, Baby Yoda <laughs> oh. has maybe his best moment. Yes. No, no, no. Not maybe. Of it's his definitely existence. not a maybe. It is 100% his best, best moment. Throwing today. his arm. Yes. Well, he's munching on his, on his cookies. His macarons, yeah. Arms up. And then throwing his arms <laughs> up like he's on a roller coaster. <laughs> And ro- with the running theme of absolutely enjoying violence. Oh my yep. god, I'm getting chills thinking about it. It was the, it was the cutest. Thing it was I've so ever cute. Seen. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, just loving every minute, and then like. And this is some of the 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 best cinematography of a of an aerial dogfight. Mm. Oh yeah. my god, in Star Wars, hella real. Yeah, it was like at a yeah, really really good. You have you have this. He, he takes out one of them, and then he pulls kind of that drift maneuver that yep. you first see Poe Dameron mm-hmm. do in in uh, Last Jedi, where he cuts off the engine, swings it around, and then comes hurtling back down. Baby is just enjoying himself, <laughs> just giggling, and then you have this unbelievable shot of the Tie Fighter and the Razor Crest, kind of at a diagonal angle, just coming right towards each other. And it's just wonderful. It's just, it's just magical. And I, I, I was gonna say too that like I, I seemingly we're getting more. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. You know, we're just we're just getting smarter about it too. I think, but um the the flight sequences that they're doing in Star Wars stuff now is just um it's smarter cuz they're they're they're, yep. they're 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 thinking about the differences of what a fight would look like on planet like mm-hmm. you know in a in an atmosphere as opposed right. to like in space, in space yeah. you know right. cuz they would be different they wouldn't fly the same you know right um yeah kudos to everybody yeah for... it was a great sequence he manages to destroy the tie um, and then Baby Yoda <laughs> cut back to him, and he's just uh, like, <laughs> just it literally throws up, up his blue cookie, uh, and in in oh. Mando dad fashion, like grabs a little yeah. like hanky and is like he's wiping wiping him off and cleaning him up. And I was like, oh my While heart! While he's flying the yes, ship, yes, as he's, he's like, flying uh, still, one hand on the wheel. Our little soccer mom, just yeah. And uh, grief oh, is like, uh, thank you, you know at least let me buy you a drink like come you know come back and like and uh mando's like you know we he says like I, i've got some uh what does he say like i i have like he says something about like cleaning up the inside of his ship but he's talking about <laughs> cleaning the spit uh, the spittle right <laughs> um and uh jeez oh, yes so then he says nope gotta go bye bye yeah i got things to do and then, but we get um, we get we get a great moment 
of Kira Dune I- interacting with our friend from Kim's right. Convenience, mm-hmm. yes. the uh, uh, the rebel or the uh, New Republic pilot who mm-hmm. we saw in Episode Two. Yep. He shows up. He's he's cut. Kind of, it, it's interesting they portray them as as policemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, totally. you know, yeah. uh, for for this sector. He even calls them an officer. Like, right. She, yeah. And he he's he's writing up a report about what happened at the installation and and whatnot. Uh, and he's seemingly keeping everything like close to his chest. He's not telling him, which I think is interesting as well. Well, and he's he's clearly interested in the Razor Crest. Yeah, like he's he, like, when right. and when did the Razor we're, we're Crest we, come in to to help you? And he's right. like, I didn't say anything. That I didn't say Razor Crest. It wasn't the Razor Crest. I wish you weren't a liar. And uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It makes but sense he, he, why he's not why he's not. Yeah, telling I guess them. he just doesn't want the new yeah. Republic right. on his tail. Yeah. And so the officer asks. He he recognizes Cara Dune. Or rather, he he has you know, he's written up his report, figures out that she was a veteran of the war from Alderaan, mm-hmm. and you get this really kind of touching and poignant mm-hmm. moment yeah. where he's like, I I I joined up around the time of of Alderaan, and he asks her, you know, did How you did lose you anyone? Lose? And yeah. she says, everyone. Oh gosh, yeah. that really, I was like, oh my gosh, a woof. Which I mean, psychologically, of course, everyone is still yeah dealing with that just helps you really it gives her her character well and she says it in a way too and this is like a great great delivery on her part because she could have just been like you know i lost everyone but it was like it was uh just so like matter of fact she was like yeah no i lost she's been through that grief already i lost everyone everyone every Mm -hmm. single person yeah um yeah and yeah it it really grounds her character as as more than kind of the brawn of the mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. and and uh, and he says he says well um he says something like I'm I'm so sorry for your loss yeah and and then he well he he, he uh, also says he, to her like we would love you to join us right yeah and she says I'm not a joiner <laughs> yeah uh-huh. I'm not a joiner blue <laughs> <laughs> and he drops off um. Is it a medal or is it a what? What is that that he leaves behind? I wasn't sure if it was a medal or a. I thought originally it was a medal because uh, it, it could have also been a badge. It sort of looks like it, it looks yeah. like a sheriff badge to me, which I guess yeah. would kind of you like. Know, I believe that maybe they're going around and giving those to all the marshals. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like the, the right, make it official and just become part of our and uh, yeah. So, which is interesting. So, I don't know if that's any, is that, I mean, because they, they gave that part a little weight. So, I'm curious if that's, like, foreshadowing at all. Like, they're, they're like. She's pr- she's probably headed back into the service. That sounds, yeah, yeah. At I least think. in some way, In some capacity, form. yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably true. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> so, off off Mando goes. Tauntaun exclusive. They, they have a, a mission to, to see through. Yep. Uh, Hunt, you know, uh, locating Ahsoka Tano, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which uh, is is coming very soon. But mm-hmm. the episode ends Ooh. with perhaps the most interesting spooky part. Times. We get an underbelly shot of an Arquintan's light cruiser, which is the first time we've seen this particular Imperial ship. Yep. in live action, but yep. it was heavily featured in Rebels, mm-hmm. and it was a Republic vessel in Clone it Wars. It was cool to see live action. Very and it cool. was absolutely a model, which was... Yep. That's why it looked so mm-hmm. great. And it was it, very much like, I mean, if not, like, almost the same angle slash, like, timing of the... Uh, uh, Star Destroyer and mm-hmm. A New Hope. Totally, yeah. They did mm-hmm. it in Force Awakens, too. And, mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that was a really cool shot, and there's an Imperial officer on the bridge. She gets in contact uh, with one of the crewmen from Navarro who worked on the Razor Crest, and he informs her that he attached a tracking beacon Whoops. to the ship. We knew that we knew that that Damn farting it. guy we was knew... going to come back and bite us in the butt. That's right, that farting guy. <laughs> and this is going to be a this is going to be a tangent because I thought I stumbled on the biggest conspiracy. Oh, oh yeah, of all. Wait, mm-hmm. What did you think? Which you know, <sighs> which for the five minutes I thought it was real was thrilling. 
<laughs> so I told Daniel while we were watching, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. that alien is Ochi of Bestoon. Oh. The assassin from, you'll remember, yeah. we briefly see in Rise of Skywalker, and there's an yeah. entire plot point about finding his ship, and he's the he murdered Ray's right. parents, and Another thing that they assassin. over, like, there's like, hey, yeah, and happened, they, happened, they had happened. very similar eyes and mouth, and I hadn't looked at Ochi. I don't spend a lot of time looking at pictures of Ochi That's of weird. Bestoon. Yeah. Forgive me. I have one next to my bed. Under my so, pillow. So I just looking at the hologram. <laughs> right. So just looking at the hologram, I was like, oh, my God. They're, the, this, this is, is how they're going to start repairing the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. They're going to. Mm-hmm. And Ochi was just. Uh, coincidentally featured in a comic book with Darth mm. Vader like this month. So I was like, okay. Oh my gosh. Oh I my mean, gosh. Here we go. They're, they're, this is just fantastic. And I was uh, communicating with uh, this fellow, Steel Saunders. He he has a Star Wars podcast. He's a mm. comedian. He does interviews all the time. And uh, I... I direct messaged him on twitter i was like was that ochi of bestoon he's like huh i don't know i'll check and he he then checked me and said no this guy has red mm. skin and blue eyes and oh there you go and i was like well maybe gosh dang it I'll, I'll pick another conspiracy hill to die maybe on. they're <laughs> maybe they're related or something well they're not <laughs> well but... it, I, was, I was gonna say um there 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 is talk though about um, we didn't we didn't mention this when we were talking about it, but like when they were the, when they were watching the hologram mm-hmm. of the scientist, um, he talks about um, the volunteer. I think he says he, he talks about somebody called the volunteer. I think, um, and people are trying to figure out who that person is, um, and. Um, some people are thinking that it's Ray's dad, which is Palpatine's son. Um, his only like actual like uh, birthed son. That like, he volunteered for the. Well, uh, probably initially, and then um, eventually was just like, I don't want to be a part of your games, and then got killed by your friend Ochi. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, it's it's a thought. It's a thought. It's out it's there. Wow, you, D- and Daniel, I, I you really went like deep diving into the forums well, this d- episode. See, well, because I don't know, I got really excited about it, and also, I mean, well, also too, because we the, uh, this is this is kind of a little behind the scenes. We normally record like almost like right after the show, yeah. after we watch the show. But I've had right. a couple of days to marinate, and yeah, this is what happens. Um, yeah, that, I mean that's interesting. I mean. But Ray's father is a clone. Yes. Well, I don't know. They, 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 there's talk that he because I, I don't think that they say that in the film. I think. Well, they, they say it in the book. Oh, is that right? Did they, yeah. Is that is yeah. it confirmed? Yes. He's a hit. So, right. so that's why. That's why it got really weird. Ray's father is a failed Palpatine yeah. clone. Okay. Because I there were there was there was there was then people are just not. No, they haven't read the books. They haven't read the books. That's why. Which, which honestly, I mean, there's a lot of them. You sh- you shouldn't you shouldn't have to. Yeah, right. That's a right. Exactly right. You shouldn't have to read it. Damn but, it. But 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 Palpatine. I mean, Ray's father is is. A well, Palpatine regardless, clone. That, you know, the clone could have been the the volunteer, potentially. Anyway, mm. Mm. I'm gonna chalk chalk up a loss to Reddit on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and and I take an even bigger loss on my Ochi of Bestoon conspiracy. <laughs> um anyway but yes. 10 minutes later uh, so later. so we find out a tracking beacon has been attached to the razor crest the officer then proceeds to another room of the vessel where we finally lay eyes on moff gideon there he in is. all of his sinister glory and his physical personal. and she informs him tracking beacon set and he's like we'll be ready all according to plan. And then they pan out, and, and we've got this. We're in a room of, it's very hard to see, but these black-suited somethings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I say somethings because we don't know what they are, but this is where speculation kind of runs rampant. 
And well, I think seem- that your speculation is absolutely right, Dino, be- and I'll tell you why after you say what you say. Well, so it was it was my initial thought, and then I, I, I too, went message board diving and Twitter <laughs> diving, and, and a lot of people had the same idea that mm-hmm. these are dark troopers, mm-hmm. dark which troopers. were introduced in the expanded universe. They're no longer canon. They were in the video games. They they were in they were first debuted in Dark Forces, which yes. is a computer game in the early nineties. And originally, the, like there, there's several phases of the Dark Trooper program. The first being kind of an exosuit that a stormtrooper could wear and kind of pilot it, and then they kind of developed into droids. Yeah, killer mm. droids. Just massive. And 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 take it a step further. There was a branch of dark troopers that uh, force wielders then piloted or, or used. Mm. And the speculation being, could these be a kind of a spinoff of that idea? Do we are, are, are these clones that are piloting these things? Force users? Are they droids? Mm-hmm. We don't know. All we know is they're a new breed of killing, killing machines. Machine. Yeah. Ooh, and what if they're, like, made out of, like, the same Mandalorian armor so you can't, like, shoot them? Right. Oh. Well, yeah. Sure. I mean, that would be horrifying. Would that be and, terrifying? And it, it makes you wonder, uh, are they growing the clones for yeah, kind that's, of these force-sensitive clones for, yeah. this, for this army? And I yeah. think that's... A safe assumption. It might not go exactly like that. But yeah. that's but probably somewhat I, if, their if plan. Not, it's like... Yeah, if not, it's like a really, really smart redirect, like right. you know, by Dave Filoni, because I think that they're they're alluding to maybe you wanting to believe that that's what it is, but right. um, yeah, it's really, really smart, and um, yeah. So I was gonna say it. It was. I think it's relatively confirmed. Um, <laughs> I say relatively. It's it's not confirmed, but um, I <laughs> think it was like in then? some in some description of the episode and i can't remember i was reading about this but there was like a they were like describing the episode kind of like and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened and then in the description they talk about this last scene and like in the description they use the words dark trooper so it's like oh okay there you go <laughs> well uh i mean they 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 from what we could see they look Hella dark. They look like that. They're yeah. they're big. They they look like uh, death troopers on steroids. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that that's a scary proposition that he's Building going to this army he's potentially trying to build a force sensitive army. Which which then I mean we don't need to jump all the way down the rabbit hole right now. But does this add further? Do all these experience experiments add further credence to the idea that? Moff Gideon may or may not be somewhat force sensitive because mm. he, yes. at the very least, right. he has a very good working knowledge of the force. You think that maybe that, he's taking some like blood transfusions or something like that? <laughs> I don't. Well, I, I don't know if he's taking them himself, but sure. that he's dead, well, and that's know, how he knows to dabble yeah. in this sort of. If he was, well, here's the, okay. So I have two things. I was gonna say if if he was force sensitive, then why wouldn't they just use his blood instead of Baby Yoda's? But then also, I mean, obviously, you know, Baby Yoda has more midi-chlorians than Moff Gideon has. But um, uh, but then the other thing is, oh, God, what is it? My thought process. It's gone. I was going to say something really poignant. Oh, damn it. It's gone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to know. You're never going to know. And, and now we are being set up for now that Gideon will be following them to wherever Ahsoka is located. Mm. We, oh, we could I was going to say, we, oh, that was what it was. Okay, so yeah. um, Moff Gideon being involved, like, and heavily, like, super, like, yeah, long live the Empire. I mean, we assume that he, like, super duper was into the Emperor. Like, yes, we love the Emperor. He's awesome. I mean, we assume that. We don't really know that. But, because, um, you know, he's probably just super into himself. Um, but uh, if he is into the idea of potentially bringing the emperor back you know they they know about like you know maybe he's been given information about this like dark sith magic you know that uh and like you know the ingredients for bringing back uh you know a sith Mm. 
person. And so he's starting the process of figuring out, you know, he's got all the ingredients. He's, he's opened up the Sith cookbook and he's figuring out like. Well, I think, as you said, I don't I don't think he is specifically even I don't even think that's on the radar for him. But yeah. what he's doing, as you just said, what he's doing is going to be an explanation for how they are yes. able to. So the technology gets passed on because we're still 25 Ooh. years away yeah, from that yeah. happening. Yeah, right, so, right. So laying the groundwork for all whatever of that. he does yeah. here is going to be a groundwork for somebody else like those Sith cultists right. mm-hmm. to. Oh, to yeah, there was this guy, out. Moff Gideon, who did some really great work back right. in the 60s. <laughs> a pioneer. Right. He was into some a weird pioneer shit. pioneer in yeah. evil, <laughs> evil child, evil cloning. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. So. And, and then the. Uh, the episode ends on that cliffhanger with the knowledge that they're going to be in close pursuit and that a, a confrontation is imminent. I mean, it's could we potentially get um, a Moff Gideon, Ahsoka Tano battle? Like, is that a thing? Like, yeah, yes. feels oh like God. feels like we're going there. Oh, oh yeah, and my then God. Bo-Katan's going to want Ooh. a piece of that at some point as well. So. Ooh, pew, pew, wee. It's good. It's it's it gets serious now. Like we're, we're... Serious. And how many episodes do we have out, left? So four. That's four. it. No. And I was um, uh, I got really excited because you. I think you you posted that um, or you you sent us that that. Oh yeah, the that link. link that said that the the episode was going to be like fifty eight minutes long. Apparently yeah. that they 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 already fixed themselves. I guess it's going to be no. shorter. Yeah. Do we know? what the running time is they think well they're no but th- i think they're just assuming it's going to be around 45 mm. like the normal which is sad but i'm sure it's going to well, be whatever. again super fucking action-packed and crazy a, a lot is going to happen yeah a lot i need them to happen to release like extended episodes from season one yeah honestly i, I would that. love that i would watch the hell out of yeah. it just give me some deleted yeah, scenes whatever I don't the hell care. i don't i'll Mm. Do it, do it like you I did for Mulan, and have it be like extra monies. I will give you my yeah. pennies. Yes, I'll do it. I'll Fine. do it. Take it. Take my money. Just take it. Um, but yeah. So next episode, Ahsoka Tano times, chapter Allegedly. thirteen, directed by Dave Filoni. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's the only one he's directing wow. this season. So <laughs> he picked it. That'll, he picked it. That'll tell you what's mm-hmm. happening. He's like, I want I mean, that right? one. I am so excited. It's going yeah, to, it's gonna it be is, amazing. The hype is super real. I mean, they have a lot to live up to, but like, I am not even worried about it because I, I trust Dave Filoni. I really do. They've, they've spent over a decade mm-hmm. building to. Oh, what a thrill. Without, without even knowing. <laughs> yeah, right, building, right, right. Building to this moment. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Exciting. So friggin' exciting! Um, friggin' exciting! All right, well, any final thoughts on uh, on this episode? I mean, it was hella good. It was great. Yeah. I mean, congratulations, Carl Weathers. And yep. um, hope you get to do it again. Yeah, I yeah, do. Did a great job. And um, again, brilliantly really written by uh, John Favreau the... again. Mm-hmm. You know, I <laughs> Dave Filoni is a master of fixing things. I feel like he's gonna somehow figure out a way to make that that. Uh, the Jedi pants. I mean the the Jedi pants. What? The jeans. Jedi the pants. pants. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the Jedi pants. He's gonna make the jean pants guy canon somehow. <laughs> He's gonna figure it out. I wish the action figure were real. I absolutely would buy it. I do too. I really do. Someone too. will Someone make it. Will and make sell it. it on Etsy. Yeah. Someone yeah. will 3D print that. I mean, that's oh not gosh. a big. I wonder if that guy must be so stoked that he's in the episode. We're embarrassed because like it's his job to be hidden. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even and well, even Carl Weathers mentioned oh, it did on, he? on did his he? Twitter, and he was like, "I mean, it wasn't as bad as the freaking Starbucks cup in Game of no, Thrones." So, no. well, there were se- and, and several water bottles in Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, he 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 put like a a laughing emoji and said, "All peace." Or... <laughs> so, I was like, uh, you, you 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 can't. Uh, you can't get under Carl Withers' no. skin. Nah. So I guess this uh this our our episode is dedicated to um what did I say his name was again? Admiral Jeff Blue Jeans. 
uh, and also in memoriam yeah. of 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 Anthony the disintegrated yes. stormtrooper. When you walk through may may his, may his memory live on in the volcanic ash where his ashes lie. <laughs> right. And if he has family m- may they live with the knowledge that he went quickly. Mm-hmm. He did yeah. Amen. And his his suffering is over. Yeah. His suffering last. He was so much more than just a number yeah. in 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 an imperial military. <laughs> wow. This makes sense coming from Dino. It certainly does. Just empathize. And may his the may his spirit <laughs> fly oh. fly with the oh. eagles. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening (laughs) and attending Anthony the Stormtrooper's wake. (laughs) Oh, wowzy. Yeah. yeah, So this this, uh, was inside the Tauntaun. Yay, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. (laughs) Uh, Thanks so much for listening. If you made it this far, congratulations. Buy yourself uh, something. And I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah we would love to we'll have like week. more conversation and engagement with folks who listen so uh tell us your tell us your thoughts about the blue jeans tell us your thoughts about the clonings <laughs> tell us your thoughts about everything and uh did you also think that guy was ochi of yeah Bestoon? were you also please tell me were you also uh, thrilled yeah, about that theory the for five minutes tunes. like like Dino was? <laughs> um, and uh, we will be back again next week. Uh, if you haven't listened, uh, we did uh, an episode about the Lego holiday special. Yeah, um, It's correct. a short one. So if you're just, you know, driving in the car for 20 minutes, play that one. It's and we'll one. be back next week for chapter 13 the jedi it's gonna be hell cool. um have a safe and happy thanksgiving yes. happy thanksgiving yeah. stay, stay home. home please don't kill your parents <laughs> <laughs> well well do what your com- family feels comfortable doing sure and just yeah, be, be smart, smart about be it. safe yeah. but i will never endorse someone being alone correct yeah well also correct. that right you are not alone. You are not. Yes. We're here with Tauntaun you. Tauntaun crew. You could run back all of our episodes. Yes, jump, <laughs> jump inside the Tauntaun with us. Uh, we're always here for you. Uh, I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nicandros. May the force be with you. Always. We'll see you.